welcome to the Swimming From Home talk show. I'm here with the entire Auburn coaching staff. Um, so first off, I'm going to ask you about your SEC meet experience. Um, I know you guys certainly made some waves uh, from my perspective there, but I never got to talk to anyone about them. So uh, what were you guys' thoughts on your SEC performance? I'm sure everybody will lean on me here first. So I'd like to first start say, uh, in, uh, by saying, Coleman, thank you for the opportunity to be on, be on here with you. So I appreciate you extending uh, this opportunity to myself and the staff. And uh, I just want to say from, from Auburn to, to everybody else out there, we're, we're certainly thinking about everybody during this time and, and wishing everybody uh, safety and health. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but uh, I think I could speak for the staff and saying we wish everybody uh, the same and, and look forward to getting back on a pool deck soon. I think in reference to the SEC championships, uh, really proud of the staff as a whole, support staff, uh, surrounded by awesome people who work really hard. And I think uh, that that shows in the outcomes. I thought we had some great performances from sprint to middle distance to endurance to diving. Uh, obviously, the uh, you know when you look at the women's program, the the, the relays really really stood out. And uh, I felt uh, Duncan, Gideon, those ladies did a great job. Uh, but I'm also just proud across the board of, of the performances. We had some great performances, middle D, D. Uh, I thought, you know, Jeff Schaefer, um, he's kind of, he, he's been around the block a couple times, but uh, continues to do what Jeff does. And I think he feels supported and, and feels really good about the staff and, uh, you, you know, what we kind of brought to the table on our end, and, and uh, you did a great job there. So uh, on the men's side, I, I think we're still uh, continuing to grow, continuing to learn. I thought this men's team, uh, it didn't show in the outcomes necessarily in, in reference to points and in place. However, I thought the men's team was a lot more unified this year. Uh, they worked extremely hard. And I uh, had some great performances. I, I think as you look towards the future, the future looks really bright. So I'm excited about the next two or three years. So I'll, I'll pass this along to the rest of the staff. Uh, Janie, you want to go next? <laughs> you put me on the spot. I feel like it's because yeah, you're mm -hmm. like looking at me right now. But, um, you know, I think that one, getting to host SECs was – that's the first time I've been, I've been in the SEC for gosh, eight years now, whether it was at Auburn or at LSU prior, but this is my first time an opportunity to be at a host site. And it was really special uh, walking on the deck, knowing it was your pool deck and um, it looked really good. And that was exciting. And, and there was a lot of fast swimming and that's why this, this program and the facility, it's great. But um, we were a much more well-rounded team this year. And I think that, that gets lost sometimes when you look at overall finish or look at individuals, but we, we had a ton more people score and the depth of the program got to build a little bit. And that's exciting momentum going into next year. We had, we had some high highs, we had some low lows, but I think every, every program at every championship meets going to have that. And it's how you bounce back from it every day that makes you better. And I think all of us on staff would say our, our last day of the meet was one of the best days we had. So it's figuring out how to how to build that every year and 
have our best day number one through four next time and not just as we get going a little bit. All right, Duncan, you're the only other one unmuted right now. All right. Well, thanks. Um, thanks for having us. And um, yeah, SECs was awesome. You know, you know, Gina and Gary kind of stole my thunder on what to actually talk about. But, um, you know, co I'm coaching primarily sprint. Um, you know, we had a lot of awesome things. You know, Gary highlighted the women's relay, um, you know, or relays, excuse me, the men's relays were uh, outstanding as well. Um, but, you know, from my end, you know, I love watching just fast swimming and seeing it across the board of, um, you know, across all, all the groups, um, you know, Christian Stoltzman, Christian Janeski, Avery Preble, Ariane Nikesia making NC2As, um, having a really awesome mile. It was just an awesome experience. And, you know, to top it off, having it in your pool to where, you know, you kind of know the ins and outs. You know, when you go to other pools, you're always – some form fashion uncomfortable you know and things like that it was just really relaxing to have it in your um, home pool and i i loved it it was awesome and it was my first time ever hosting a major meet like this so it was really cool um so those are my thoughts i'm gonna pass on to mike coleman it sounds like secs went pretty well from the auburn staff here i i don't know if i have anything to build on that but it was, it was fun to really, uh, a, a lot of youth gained some experience there. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to when we get back to some normalcy and we get them at some meets again and, and keep getting better. All right, my turn, I guess. <laughs> um, no, I'll reiterate what Mike said. SECs, I think, did go well for us. Um, and, and I think we can see that in the development of our youngsters. Um, there were countless, countless, um, of our underclassmen, freshmen, sophomores that made some awesome strides the last two years. And I think it, it, it's, I think the staff is, is phenomenal at what we do in our different, um, areas, you know, Duncan and I are mostly on the sprint side of things, but, uh, Mike and Gina there on the middle distance side <laughs> and Gary, his magic there on the distance side of things, but. But I think the, the upperclassmen as well, they, they did a great job of kind of reeling in and leading by example in certain cases um, and, and roped in a lot of these youngsters to step up and, and, and take charge um, and, and really learn um, how to perform and, and stay calm and collected. And SECs is loud, it's rambunctious, and it's fun. Um, and if you, if you're not prepared to kind of handle that, if, if you don't have a little bit of a, I don't know really what to kind of call it, but if, if, if you need to kind of have someone to kind of look up to, to know that it's going to be okay for it to be rambunctious and you can perform if, if you've never been in an environment like that before. So I think, I think across the board, we had some people did some awesome, do some awesome stuff growing and, and developing and people leading by example. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to come off of, you know, an overall sounds like positive performance for Auburn, um, you know, and then to, to, to have ultimately, you know, we all know NCAAs were canceled. Um, you know, there's, there's no swimming happening virtually anywhere right now. Um, you know, ha, can you talk to me about the ways you guys have pivoted as coaches 
and um, are kind of staying connected with your team or, or just trying to move forward uh, with Auburn swimming? Well, uh, let's go uh, in reverse order to make my responsibility really hard at answering the back end of this question. So, Jamie, you, you're going to be in a tough spot as well, but, but let's go Gideon first. Mm. I like it. Oh, boy. Can we, can we rephrase that? <laughs> you broke up a bit on my end. What, uh, the question was basically, what are we doing to continue to stay in touch with our team during this time? Or are there some things that we're implementing or doing on a regular basis that are helpful to maintain connection and hopefully yep. as well? Yeah. No, we, we've been in contact with our team um, through same same media that we are right now through zoom and that kind of stuff and and seeing each other and, and that kind of stuff pretty regularly to check in on how they're doing you know their well-being and, and and how academics are going are really important to us so we want to make sure that that they have everything they need um, in terms of support that we can give them and provide them right now um you know with the situation at hand and all that kind of stuff so so yeah, touching touching base with them regularly is really important to us, um, and I think we do a good job of that. Um, we're making sure that they have resources available in terms of you know workouts that they can do. Um, they're hearing from our um, you know trainer regularly. They're hearing from our sports psych regularly. They're hearing from nutrition regularly. So so yeah, there's there's different um, there's different things going on, and I'm sure that the rest of the staff will elaborate a little bit more. But we we are de definitely making sure that the the staff and and the team stay connected, that they know that they're not alone, um, even though that we are all all staying so separately now. But um, yeah, to to just stay connected and 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 keep them uh, you know give them a little bit of taste of normalcy. And, and keep them on a, on a routine, so to speak. Mikey J, hit it. Uh, yeah, I would say we've done team meetings. We've done um, group meetings. Uh, Gary's had uh, an extensive list of individual meetings. So we are definitely making the uh, the most of the situation and i would say our communication has been uh really good and strong and one thing i i think has probably continued to build on during this time is our team is is actually in contact just as much as they would if they see their each other in person and uh to me that's probably just as important as hearing from the coaches i think that um this is a really good time to kind of shift and, and shape uh, the culture a little bit and you know th they're going to get their workouts they're going to get their their goal meetings and individual meetings from us but but how they uh, collectively um, take that information that they're getting from us and build upon it with each other and, and uh, hold each other accountable to some standards is, is ultimately uh, how how we plan on closing the gap on some of the other schools and, and competition and um, you know, I'm not afraid to say that. I think that that's, that's something that uh, is going to be really crucial in the next several months is not just thinking outside the box and being in contact, but uh, having some strong leaders at, at the top of your program that can contribute to uh, not really maintaining, uh, but, but finding ways to improve in different ways. And uh, I think this is a really good time frame to do that. 
Yeah, and um, you know what Mike said that I, you know I think most of the communication has pretty much stayed the same. Um, you know, from the sprint group side, you know, I'm in I text the kids almost on a daily basis. You know, some kids depends on the kid and the situation. But, um, you know, we're in constant contact through GroupMe. Um, you know, one of the things I think that's been pretty cool that I've actually was, truth be told, kind of afraid on or what avenue I want to take was our, our daily emails that Gary has set up. And, you know, each coach has a different assignment. And um, mine was actually today. And I present a video of the week. And, um, you know, that that's partnered with uh, a message from our trainer. And I didn't know what avenue to take. And Gary was just like swimming related, you know, whatever, put it together, a real short video. And, and so I actually started, I made my own YouTube channel and I started making videos and um, putting that link in the email and sent it to the kids. And I've actually, this was the second one today and I've actually really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, it's been helped my creative juices have come up with a message for the kids. Um, so now I got to come up with another message for next week and stuff like that. But I've, I've really enjoyed that kind of um, line of communication and uh, it's been very creative. Yeah, sometimes it's just been fun to remove swimming from everything because I think sometimes we're so swimming dominated. I mean, it's the center of our world. It's the center of our job and just to remove it has really made all of us think a little bit differently, act a little bit differently and, and, and communicate and, and find some, find something else to talk about with our athletes. Not that that's the only thing that we talk about, but really maybe dive into something else with them. And I've enjoyed that part of it a lot. I was going to say something else, but after listening to everyone, I kind of forgot where I was going with it. But I think the one thing that I've been really reflecting on through all of this and what we've been doing is it's going to be evident of how well we've done our job over the last two seasons of teaching, mentoring, and coaching and giving them the tools to be successful while we weren't there and, and letting them do their thing and kind of taking that leadership role that was said, but in hoping that they've listened and that we've done a good job over the last two seasons to allow them to come back and be even better outside of the pool than they are when they left. And I think I, I would come at this from a little bit different angle. I think I think being a head coach, you're in constant communication with a number of people. So I think from, from my standpoint, it's being able to take the information from uh, our athletic director, Alan Grain, or our direct oversight, Monique Collin, or other spots, getting that to the staff or getting that information to the team, uh, you know, through this point, I mean, everybody talks about communication with your, your current team and athletes. We also have a responsibility to connect with our incoming freshmen, uh, th those that we recruit for 2021 as well. Uh, and I think the, uh, you know, the challenge on my end is that when you're in an office space, I, number one, I've, I've come to realize how many people I communicate with on a regular basis. And those numbers are a lot bigger than I ever imagined first off. But then I, I think beyond that, it's knowing that, you know, when you're in the office space or the pool deck, you're communicating every day all the time. So I think, you know, for me, it's, it's also grasping and understanding how to communicate with staff, support staff. We have uh, several meetings a week as a staff. We have a meeting a week with the support staff. Uh, we've had meetings during the week, whether it be groups or 
Now we're breaking down into classes or as a team, you're communicating with your team from that standpoint. I, I think the challenge for me is giving the communication, giving enough that everybody's in the loop, but also not over communicating or, or wearing people out, which, which I would say from my end has actually become a major challenge. So, uh, you know, it, it's a different dynamic for everybody involved and, you know, it, you know, we keep talking about our team. Well, our, our team, when you think about it, I mean, it's, it's staff, it's incoming athletes. It's, it's, there's a lot more involved than just, you know, the 40 at returners. So uh, there's some unique challenges to that, but it's, it's also been fun. And I think an opportunity for us to grow our relationships and get outside uh, our comfort zone forces us into a routine. So it's been good from that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I think that brings up a few interesting points. But uh, one thing I would like to ask coming off of that is, uh, you know, from your personal perspectives, how do you feel this quarantine? You know, like, like Gina said, you know, we've completely taken out, tw taking swimming out of the equation. You know, once we, once we as a sport get back into the pool, how do you see this um, affecting swimming, you know, affecting the sport? Um, which I know there's a lot of different answers for that. So I'm just curious, you know, we don't have to go super deep into it, but just how, how do, how do you, what are, what are one or two ways that you see this, um, you know, affecting the sport or maybe just your athletes? Um, you know, I, I think ultimately <laughs> when we look at humans, we're land mammals. We weren't, we weren't born in the water you know, I think swimming is something you have to do on, on a constant, steady basis in order to maintain the feel and maintain being in, in pool shape. Um, and that's even different. I think some sprinters can get away with some time out of water, or, or I don't want to say sprinters. I think there's some athletes, some swimmers that can kind of get away with being out of the water for a while. And I don't want to say unaffected, but relatively unaffected. And then you have other swimmers I mean, really, if they're out for one to two weeks, um, it, can, it can be an adverse effect that takes a while to come back from. So now we're talking about months. I, I think, you know, everybody was really excited about Olympic trials being pushed back a year. Well, I think in the Olympics, and I think, you know, a month ago, people were like, oh, this is great. I get extra time. Well, now that you've gotten into this, you know, you've pushed that back. Well, we're not most aren't training right now. So you're thinking peak condition for next summer. Well, the reality is um, we're not going to be in peak condition when we start getting back to our normalcy. So how does that affect us? I think it's an adverse effect. Uh, and I think, I think dependent upon the time out of the water, you can almost see the effect that like the 09 to, 010 to 10 seasons had in reference to the suits. Does it, does it, does our sport look like that for a couple of years? I don't know. Um, at the same time, from an opposite you know, standpoint, a, an optimistic standpoint, it is a great opportunity to connect as a team, do some things outside the pool, get extra sleep, work on some other, some other areas out of the water that make us really, really good in the water. So, um, you know, I, I think you can go in a lot of different directions. I don't know if there are some other thoughts from the staff. I know Duncan has some thoughts on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, 
I get the, the, the feel side of the whole thing. Um, but I'm actually really interested in what's going to happen with the athletes who are actually, you know, some version of work, some dry land weights. I know some people are lifting weights, some doing, finding ways to get things done. I think that it's going to be, I personally, I think so many on some, a lot of events are going to get faster just from a strength perspective, if the kids are doing the work and, you know, the serious ones will, um, you know, we talk about sending our strength coach sending workouts and stuff. I think when people take a step back and, you know, analyze other sports that have some downtime where they do a lot of strength and conditioning, rehab, prehab stuff, and they get more explosive and then they get back into their sport and they apply it. I think we're going to have, um, like I said, in some events, uh, a huge effect from just strength gains. And that's what I'm interested in seeing. Um, and obviously, as a sprint coach, it kind of favors that kind of realm of the spectrum. So I'm really interested to see what, what's going to come out of this. And, um, yeah, I want it to end. And, yeah, I want to – I miss coaching. I miss working with the athletes on a daily basis. But that's what I'm really interested in. What's, what's going to happen after these uh, strength gains? I can't wait to see what happens. Like we just watched a video on growth mindset and fixed mindset from our sports psych that we sent out to the team. And it's really like, who's going to stay here or who's going to find a way to make themselves better in any ca capacity that it is. And I'm almost wondering if it, I don't want to say it's like the have and the have nots, but is it the, okay, I'm going to have this mindset versus I'm just going to be here. And I almost wonder if the separation is going to get bigger. Like are the elite going to be even morally because that's that's their mindset or you know what's going to happen I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see as as the summer progresses a little bit I think the unique piece is that this could go in a lot of different directions and we don't know <laughs> and we talk about it as a staff and I've said it it's not what you're doing when, when we're in front of you, what are you doing when we're not in front of you and can't hold you immediately accountable? And uh, th this is uh, definitely a, a witness test for that. Yeah. Uh, Gideon, Mike, any, any input on this? Yeah, I think the unknown is going to create so many different ideas. Um, I would probably uh, lean more in the direction that Duncan is, is leaning in right now because of the fact that it, it does take a little bit of that daily routine and pressure off of every day going to practice, every day lifting weights, every day doing dry land. And I, I do think that there's going to be some, some positive results to that. It doesn't mean that people should approach this uh, if it does happen to be uh, – you know, an indicator that people are swimming fast. It doesn't necessarily mean it's because of their time away and that it shouldn't be approached like that in the future. But um, it's always good to take a step back and kind of reflect a little bit. And this kind of puts all of us into our age group uh, days, you know, where you played other sports, you weren't at the pool 350 days a, a year, you played other sports and you found a way to you know, still swim really fast in summer league or swim really fast at high school meets. And, you know, I think it'll allow people to be grateful and have some fun again, um, which I, I do think is, is really important in our sport. It's, it's going to change a lot of things. Um, yards more so, you know, you continue to see the yards meets getting faster and faster. The long course meets uh, have been 
similar for years now. Um, so, you know, I do think it's interesting to go into this right before uh, 2021 Olympic year, but, you know, I, I think if it's all dependent upon your viewpoint and how we uh, express that to the team. Yep. Yep. How, how people handle this, this downtime is, is going to be interesting or, or how the human body responds um, to this downtime will be interesting. Um, and I think, I think there's a lot of, um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of uncertainty clearly of what's, what's going to happen and see, and Mike's right. It's going to be really interesting to see how the, the best of the best handle it at the next Olympics a year from now. Um, some people might be finding a way to swim here and there in a, in a little pool at home or something like that, but most are just doing dry land if, if, you know, if they have that ability. So, you know, seeing how those adaptations can, can be made or, or, you know, what would you lose, you know, if you only gave attention to a certain thing, there's a lot of cool experimental stuff that you can maybe, you know, see from this. I think the other thing is, um, with the uncertainty is um, what are the athletes going to look like when they do get back in the pool, you know, if we can start back up in the fall potentially. Um, you know, hopefully it's not then, maybe hopefully we can do it sooner, but um, let's say, you know, nothing can happen for the next summer, for this summer, and, and we can only start back in the fall. You know, what are the steps that we're going to take to get, get the athletes back, you know, to where they, you know, say were last fall, for example, at the starting point. And, and I think athletes are pretty resilient in that. I think swimmers and in general have a very, very, uh, a very dedicated work ethic as it is. I think a lot of them, if not all of them are doing stuff right now to stay in shape, you know, and, and, and be able to, to move fast and, and do work. So I think on the swimming side of things, you're going to have athletes stay fit, so to speak. Um, the feel of the water, it'll be interesting to see how quick they, they, you know, learn new stuff or new skills, you know, with, a let's say maybe this is a, a reset kind of, um, situation where you kind of give the body some time to just relax and then kind of reboot the system, so to speak, you know, maybe, maybe something awesome comes from that. But I think also, um, just when we get to that point when we can start back up again, um, I think coaches, some coaches as a whole, are going to have um, a really good time figuring out this kind of stuff. And, and you know, we're, we're good at what we do. All coaches, all swim coaches are. We, we understand what we do. Um, I don't think anyone out there is going to go, you know, from zero to 100 with, with the athletes when they get back on campus and, and anything like that. So, so I think we're all, we all understand the situation and what it entails and, and just being excited for what we can learn from this is, is what I'm looking for. Awesome. Well, I think that, I think that about does it, you know, we, we, we've, we've gone past present and future and, uh, I think that's some really good insight to, uh, to, do you guys have any closing thoughts, I guess, moving forward, um, through this quarantine period? Gary, you Gary, Gary's on here. So, um, uh, I will, uh, I guess I'll go, uh, since Gary's muted, but, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. And um, I know a lot of people's hearts were broken, but, you know, 
as all the rest of the staff's kind of highlighted, you know, taking the positives out of the situation, whether it be rest, mental or physical, uh, spending time with your families. Um, you know, I know as us as swim coaches, we work so much and, you know, we don't get to see our families a whole lot. And, uh, and so, you know, that's a, that's a huge positive. Um, get to see my kids a lot more now. And so, you know, enjoying that time and, um, you know, looking forward to when we can start back up. Yeah, that was a lot more positive than my thought. <laughs> I was going to say, I've, I've enjoyed my time with my family, but I think our whole family would be very excited to go back to work. And I know my daughter is even ready to go back to daycare. I think we've had five weeks of each other and we're, I'm good. I love it. But I was not meant to spend this much time with my daughter every day. So we, we're ready to get back to a, what will not be normal. And I realize that, but some sort of fluid routine again one day. Mike, Gideon? Yeah, I mean, from an opposite perspective, like I think the swimming community is like really close knit, you know, not just families, but all swimming. The swimming world is so small. So, you know, we're in this together. It's not just the U.S. It's not just NC2A. It's not just age group. And uh, we'll find a way, you know, I, I've got no doubt about that. And just looking forward to the next thing whenever that comes out and, uh, you know, listen to, to the experts and uh, put your health first and, and things will be okay. I'm certain of that. I'm, I'm excited as well to get back to, to normal, <laughs> but uh, it has been nice to, to hang out with the family a little bit more. Um, I know though that my 10 month old is at home and really, really misses the pool. He usually gets to be on pool deck quite a bit, you know, with, with us on, on, on deck and then my wife coaches club a little bit as well. So he, he's, he grew up on pool deck basically. And uh, he's starting to swim in the tub now, even though <laughs> he's starting to feel the water. So awesome. it's, um, <laughs> I, I feel for the kid, <laughs> unfortunately. And he gets really excited to see people when we go on walks through the neighborhood and stuff. And, and he doesn't understand why nobody can come over and, you know, give him a high five and say hi or whatever. So um, for him, I, I feel for him a little bit, not understanding the situation. Um, so I know he's excited for everything to go back to normal. And I think I can, uh, you know, it's been fun e even being uh, in this meeting with, with uh, the rest of the staff here as well. It's, uh, I'm, I'm really appreciative of my staff, how hard they work. Even in the answers today, they're, they're all unique and different and, and you can kind of get a different vibe from, from each one of us. And, uh, you know, I appreciate uh, all the work they do and, and I miss being on deck with them. I mean, we've seen each other like this a lot, uh, but, but it's hard to believe that we haven't been on deck together in six weeks. And so, uh, you know, there's, there's really, as, as it's already been mentioned, uh, I think that, that, um, you know, the swimmers, the coaches, the coaches know what they're doing. They'll know how to, how to get after this when the athletes come back. I think the athletes are really resilient. Uh, and I think the real challenge is to, to use this opportunity and figure out what we can do uh, to grow individually and then come together as, as a team and continue that, that forward movement. So, uh, you know, we, uh, 
you know, Coleman, I really just appreciate the time, the opportunity. Thanks for doing what you're doing, uh, connecting the swimming world here. Thank you for uh, allowing our staff to be on today. And uh, again, I, I want to end as I started. Uh, wish everybody out there safety and health and uh, just appreciate the opportunity uh, to let Auburn into to people's homes. So thank you and all the best to everybody.